seen how many people come to the altars and they are led in sinner's prayer and they come to this confession and they say Jesus is Lord and they walk away from the altar and they continue to have other people and other things as lords over their lives instead of the Jesus they have made confession to. When you confess, it must not just be something you say with your mouth. It must be something Uyesu because it's not enough for him to be the Lord he must be your Lord are you getting the difference he must not just be the Lord he must be your Lord you know what that means it means you personally have come under the submission of his Lordship of his ownership when you say Jesus is Lord you are literally renouncing ownership over your life. You don't own your time. You don't own your body. You don't even own the words that come out of your mouth. You don't own anything that you have in your possession. Everything you owe it to the one who owns it all. Because Adonai, Lord, it simply means he is the master of everything in your life. The first thing he wants to be the Lord over, he wants to be the Lord over your heart. He wants to be the Lord over your mind. He wants to be the Lord over your mouth. He wants to be the, he wants to be the Lord. He wants to be the owner of everything. He owns every member of your body. He owns the very hair over your head. He owns even the clothes that you have wrapped around your body right now. He owns, ladies and gentlemen, your eyes. He owns everything about you. He owns your pancreas, your liver. He owns your limbs. He owns everything about you. He owns your time. He owns the space. He owns even even the people, ladies and gentlemen, understand even though you are married and you are blessed with five children, the very children that you call your own, you renounce ownership and say, Lord, you own me, including the children that I begot, and you own my marriage, you own my husband, you own everything, you own the very car that I use every day, you own my house, you own everything. I'm going to ask permission from you now to use my house. I'm only, I'm only going to allow into my house the things that you allow if you don't allow because it is not mine anymore it is yours I am going to submit under you I'm going to yield to your lady are you hearing me ladies and gentlemen you don't know what it means when you say Jesus is Lord you are simply saying Lord own it all I declare in this building if we want to see real revolution it's when every child of God says Lord I don't own my life I don't own my body 
body. You cannot fornicate with the body you don't own anymore. You cannot sleep around with the body you don't own. Oh, I know, I know. I've hit the, I, I've hit the spot that is very sensitive right now. You cannot do as you please with the body that is owned by somebody else. Your mouth cannot just allow anything in just because you feel like having it. Just because you feel like swallowing it. No, you first consult the owner of this body and say, Adonai, do you allow this in your body? That's why the Bible says we shall give an account. We shall all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and we shall give an account of the things we have done whilst we were in this body. Why? It's because we were in the body but we never owned the body that we were in. If your Christianity is the Christianity where and when you just control Jesus, then that is not salvation. You don't control him even with your prayers. You don't control him even with your prayers. You don't pray prayers that are trying to bend Jesus to do your will. It is not him doing our will. It is us living our will for his and we do his will because his will must prevail. His will comes first and if I cannot line mine with his, then I let go of my will. If my will is against his, I should throw it away and say, Lord, it's not about me. It's about you because you are the Lord over my life. Somebody shout and say, Jesus is Lord. Come on, somebody shout and say, Jesus is Lord. He wants to be the Lord over your life, my friend. He wants to be the Lord over everything you do. He wants to own the space where you live. If you can just surrender everything unto him and say, Jesus, thank you for saving me, but you cannot save me and I continue to be the master over my life. I want you to be the master over my life. I want you to lead me. I will only follow me. I will only follow you where you're leading me to. If you don't want me to go this way, even if all my friends are going this way. I will say my leader, my chief leader is not leading me this side. He is leading me this side. Even if you're gonna be the unpopular one. Even if you're gonna be politically incorrect. Even if they are not going to like you. Because you are not living your life to be liked by people around you. You are now living your life according to the dictates and the commandments of the Jesus you have made Lord over your life. I so wish ladies and gentlemen this message can be clear to everybody who confesses to love Jesus because to love him only without him being the Lord over your life it is not enough. Jesus is loved and Jesus loves people that have never surrendered to his lordship. He wants to be the Lord. He cannot be the Lord over South Africa if he is not the Lord over you personally. He cannot be the Lord over your marriage if you have not surrendered lordship for him to be the Lord over your life. It simply means you must go through the stage and the phase of surrender. When you say Lord, it's not about me. It's not about my lust. It's not about my desire. That's why the Bible says never fall in love with the world because all that is in the world is just the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. 
life. In other words, if you look at something and you desire it so much, it is the lust of the eye. If your flesh is attracted to something, it is the lust of the flesh. If you desire to be a big thing, you want to be noticed, you want to be the top dog and be this, that or the other. You want people to clap hands for you. You want to be everybody's dream and every little girl's prayer. I'm telling you, child of God, all that you are doing, you are succumbing to the pride of life. Never love the world. Neither the things that are in the world. Oh, I feel like preaching. I wanted to teach this. But all, the, all that is in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. But all I gotta do, though the flesh says, come on and have me. I will first say, Jesus, you are my Lord. Can I have this? If Jesus says you cannot have that, even if your flesh desires it, I give in to the will of the one that owns my life. If my friends, they are saying, come on, it looks good. Let's go on and have a good time and have it. Though my flesh desires it, because it's the last of the flesh, I begin to say no, because I have consulted the owner, the owner of my flesh, the owner of my eyes, and the owner of my very being. I like it how Apostle Paul puts it in the book of Acts. He says this, for in him we live, and in him we move, and in him we have our very being. We owe it all to him. I cannot do against his will, and everything that happens, I should say, thy kingdom come, and thy will be done in my body as it is done in heaven. For in heaven is only a place where the will of the master happens. It's not the will of Gabriel that happens there. It's not the will of Michael that happens there. It's not the will of the cherubims and the seraphims. But it's the will of one man. And when God, the king in heaven, he says, Michael, go. Michael asks no questions. But he just leaves and go. Why? Because only one will must prevail. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm calling you to a place where we are making Jesus the Lord again in our lives. And if Jesus is the Lord over my life, I am not supposed to be consulting people. The because wow, your life is not under Abazalwane. Your life is not under bishops, but your life is under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. One more time, somebody shout and say, Jesus is Lord. I want to finish in 10 minutes. Jesus is Lord. He's the Lord over everything. He's the Lord of my legs. My legs will never go to where he has not permitted me to go. My mouth, my tongue will never utter and speak that which is against his will. I have to check with him. I cannot marry anybody. I've got to check with him. Can I marry this one, Lord? Is it within your will for me to marry this one? Is it within your will? for me to marry this way because God is the God who allows 
comes only that which pleases him and please remember why is it about him ladies and gentlemen it's because you and I have sought the kingdom of God and his righteousness according to the book of Matthew chapter number 6 as the word of God says seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness anybody still excited about the kingdom of God in this building anybody still excited about the kingdom of God in this building hallelujah for the kingdom of God is everything when I come to the kingdom of God he becomes my king Jesus is my king Jesus is my master Jesus is my Lord because there is no kingdom without the king and Jesus is that king I like it how the Bible says in the Bible in the book of Hebrews in chapter number one it says in various times and in various ways the Lord God spoke to our fathers by the prophets and uh, he used the prophets to communicate he would tell a prophet and say go and speak to my people and the prophet would rise and begin to speak that's why the Bible says the Lord does nothing until he first reveals it to his prophets his servants and but the Bible says in chapter number one in various times and in various ways he spoke to our he spoke to our fathers through the prophets but to us or touch your neighbor and say but to us he has spoken by a man Jesus Christ in other words Jesus Christ is the word he is the word incarnate he is the word in the flesh he is the message that we need to hear from God why because he himself he is the visible image of an invisible God if you are looking for God you need to find a man Christ Jesus because he is the brightness of his person he clearly demonstrates how God is you want to know his love you want to know his mercy you want to know God's benevolence you want to know God's forgiveness Jesus is reflecting it all why he is the brightness of his person the express and the clear image of his person and the Bible says he's upholding he upholds all things by the word of his power when he speaks he supports something when he speaks he supports something he is the king I like it in the book of Ecclesiastes. My God, I feel like preaching now. In the book of Ecclesiastes chapter number 8, the Bible says, wherever the word of the king is, there is power. The word of the king is never void of power. If the word of the king, it has power. And somebody shout and say power. And the Bible says he, Jesus has become much better. Oh, somebody shout and say Jesus is better. Oh, Jesus is better. I love the king that he is. He is not just a king like other kings. He has become a better king. He is the better king. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I love Isilo, Samabanke, KZN, but Jesus is better. I love King Swati, but Jesus is better. I love the queen in England, but Jesus. 
Jesus. He is better, better than anything. Why is he better? He died for me, stayed in the grave three days, woke up on the third day and said, all power has been given unto me and I am giving you that power. I'm giving it to you. You go out and represent me. I like it in the book of Luke chapter number 22 where he, my God, I feel something in this building. Something is about to break loose here. In the book chapter, chapter 22, Luke, he says, I confer unto you the kingdom of God just as my father God has conferred it to me. I own it and everything I own is everything you own. I am the great owner and you are the small owner. No wonder you are back to dominion. You are not going to be under but you are going to be above. You are going to be above. I want people that are going to go to any job. Now figure. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And if Jesus is Lord, only the will of Jesus shall happen here. Let me declare and decree. Not the will of the wizards. Not the will of the witches. But the will of Jesus only is that which is about to happen. Slap your neighbor and say the will of God is about to happen. The will of God is about to happen. Only the will of God is about to happen in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you as I wrap it up now, I feel something here now. Hallelujah. As we're talking about the kingdom of God, we are talking about the king. The Bible, it's about one man who is Jesus, especially in the New Testament. In fact, if you read the Old Testament, it is all scriptures that are testifying about one man. And Jesus says, according to the scriptures, you think you have eternal life. Oh, but let me tell you one thing. In scriptures, there is no eternal life because the scriptures are they that testify about life. And I hear him in the book of John. He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. The scriptures are testifying about life. In other words, all the way from the books of Genesis to the book of Leviticus of Exodus of Deuteronomy numbers and all the way to the prophets and you cross all the prophets I'm talking about the prophets like Isaiah, Jeremiah Hezekiah talk about them Obadiah talk about Nahum talk about Malachi when you come to Malachi you are crossing over you are crossing to the other side and now it is still Jesus in the Old Testament but he is covered and he is concealed. But as soon as you cross over to the New Testament, it is still Jesus, but completely revealed. May you see the revealed Jesus. May you see the revealed Jesus. I say, may you see. 
Oh, touch your neighbor two times and say, he is revealed to me. That's why I worship him. I don't worship him like that Jesus that I don't know. I know who I worship. I'm following him. If I talk about him, the time will fail me. Ladies and gentlemen, he is my kinsman redeemer in the book of Malachi. Hallelujah. He is the son of righteousness in the book of Exodus. He is the rock. If I talk about him, ladies and gentlemen, he is the everlasting peace. And Isaiah talks about him and says he is the prince of peace, the wonderful counselor, a mighty God. That's who he is. Can I talk about Jesus in this building today? Can I talk about Jesus in this place today he's my alpha he's omega in the book of in the book of revelations he says beggar I worship Agastonis Titus comes on Abandu. He is the key. And he says, because he has the keys, he says, Behold, I have I have laid before you an open door, and no man will shut it. I know he is closing some doors in your life right as I speak now. He is opening. He is opening. He is opening. I say there is a door that's opening for somebody right now. I hear a palm. I hear another palm. I hear a palm. I hear another doors are opening for you opening for your family opening for everybody somebody jump on your feet and say god is opening doors through jesus he's not just the savior he is the Lord, the Lord over my family, the Lord over my children, the Lord over my finances, the Lord over my body, the Lord over my career, the Lord over everything. How do you know he is the Lord? He is the Lord if he is the first and the last and the great one. I know we only say he is the first. He is the first. After him there is no other. There is no third. Figure. 
evangelini enda wenye se African gospel babe shabele lindo ea ingata yenzi sensi ngalelo makaesha babe kabe shabelela bati lingu number one bati lingu number two bati lingu number three bati lingu number four bati lingu number five bati lingu number six leli vangeli be shabelela kube ingata yenzi sensi ngoba he says I God alone am God besides me there is no other on my left there is no other behind me there is no other he is the first the second the third the fourth the fifty sixth the hundred and the last he you close nothing before he closes it you open nothing before he opens it you move with nothing because if a man builds a house and God is not building with him whatever is building is building in vain he is the process I say he's the pro whatever you are busy doing right now I say trust him he is the process you know he is Lord in your life you know if he is Lord in your life when not only is he the first you know when he rules and reigns and we as people fully submit then you know he's the lord you know he's the lord in your life when he fully owns it all and we as stewards keep it for him you know he's lord in your life when his word is supreme and powerful and the last and the bible says in the book of ecclesiastes 8 the word of the lord is supreme and we are his humble servants that's why when he called us a child one day called the child and said unless you are converted to become like one of these like one of these you will never enter the kingdom of God because he is supreme but we are humble children and we are taught by him as we are his disciples the word disciple it simply means a student that's why the Bible says take your yoke upon me and learn from me because we are learners we are disciples we are learners we are disciples oh, let me ask you a question from the first time you came to salvation what have you learned until now from the all the years we are saved for what have you learned because to follow Jesus without learning from him ever studying but never coming to understanding you must be a submissive disciple and learn from touch your neighbor and say we gotta learn we gotta learn some of the courses are harder but we still must learn we must learn sometimes he will teach you but learn sometimes you but learn sometimes you must learn whether you are just a student wherever he leads you I say just follow just follow just follow if it is you Lord bid me to come walking on the water I know there is force of gravity but if it is you allow me also to learn from you and come you know he is the Lord 
over your life, child of God. If uh, you are learning from him, you know he is the Lord over your life when you are the doer of his word. Even as he says in the book of Luke, where he says, who you are not just going to say, Lord, Lord, and you don't do what I say, because you are only my disciples. If you do what I say, the word of God is not just powerful. It is powerful when you do it. He says the one that hears the word and turns away and don't do it, he will be like a man that builds a house upon a sand. When the storms, when the storms, I say when the storms, when, it's not a matter of if, when the storms come, they shall blow against that house and that house shall be damaged and destroyed and the falling of that house shall be greater because it's a man that listened to the word in church but never did anything that the word of God in church commanded him to do. And ladies and gentlemen, one last one I want to say to you, he is the Lord over your life. If he is the master and you have his fear in your heart, you gotta be afraid of him, not to sin against him. I don't have to do it. That's because everybody does it. Jesus is Lord. And I have his fear. The son honors his father. And the servant honors his master. And if I am a, if I'm a father, then where is my honor? And if I'm a master, where is my fear? If I'm a master, where is my fear? If Jesus is your master, why are you not afraid of him? Look at how you come to church. 
require, you're not afraid of him. You do to Jesus what you will never do to your boss. Where is your fear of him? You do to Jesus what you would never do to your parents at home. Where is your honor if you know him to be the father? And if Jesus is your master, where is your fear? Why are you stealing from him? Why is it, has it become even difficult for you to tithe? Why has it become difficult for you to even give? To even give from what he has given you. Something that you know very well. This job I never deserved. If you couldn't deserve, I never deserved this. I know, I know. It had to be God for me to be here. You know it. Don't need no, no, one, no one to remind you. You know it. But when God asks you to give from his blessings, you say, I will never do it. Where is your fear of him? To have a generation of people who are God lovers and then who don't fear him, we are going nowhere. And I tell everybody that close, begin to fear God in your life. There are friends you will divorce. The day you begin to be afraid of God. I'm not just talking about to be scared of him. I'm talking about the reverent fear. The reverent fear. The fear we're talking about here is reverence. Is respect. I think that's a, that's a word. It's a, it's a respect. If I'm a master, where is my respect? He's asking. If I'm a master, when you say Jesus is Lord, you are saying Jesus is Lord. And if Jesus is asking you, if truly I am your Lord, if truly I'm your master, then where is my respect? You respect everybody, he says, but you don't respect me. You don't respect me. You don't, we, 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 we are in a generation of people who don't love God, who don't respect the God they love. They say they love. How can we sit and serve Facebook and the web? Facebook, But they can hardly wait for the service when it's prolonging. They will keep watching and say, Oh, it's cut, it's cut, it's here, Amber. Because we are people who don't love God. Remember one time Bishop Dirk was teaching on Facebook recently. He was saying, if you want one of those churches, he was teaching in Ghana, one of his churches. He said, he said, in a, in a church that has professionals, doctors and, and the like, he said, if you don't like, if you are not a lover of God, he said that. He said, if you are one of these people who don't love God, who want quick things with God, they want in and out. They just want in, out quickly. We love God. We are not bothered. It's a sign you don't love the God. Nansako 
If I'm a master, then where is my respect? Where is my respect? Eastern Cape. If God is your Lord, if Jesus is your Lord, why don't you have the same respect? This man of God said that. Every month, at least once, as a first fruit to honor a man. Eh, yenzegwa banje, mvogalo udi. Ha! Basala ngano labanje. 
I'm telling you, Bazalwane, if God, because not even in just because we told them seven in If God is your master, why do you disrespect him? I wanted to honor God with the first fruits, with your tithe, with your body, with your mouth, with everything. Faithfully every month, but you are respecting your body, which does not belong to you but belongs to God. You can't bribe God in your tithe. Um Zimbawako, Ibe into Yokalaba Fana, Bento Kalamanto Bazan. Bengito Chitanga, um Zimbawako, Ulogu Chilo, Jutai, Utito Bongi tithe in Kulungu. Nago in Gwenzai. When Anjayanella tithe. That's why you just why Zimbawan, why Chigalento, Kuba Fara, Sutinina, Nikupi tithe in a Kulu, Kotonga, Lewen Yushangot, and he balances the land. Be faithful with your body, faithful with your mouth, faithful with everything, faithful with your marriage. No kupi tide win koska ze kezai. Koska ze twezegile, but ya tide. Nienako, agawaz, agayaz, and take to tula. Ukuluma food food. We are kuluma. Ha, 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 ha. Food, food, but the tithe owner who writes not in the tithe, you are not respecting God of this elegant calum chart. In those days, Pugu Pugu, which he tell him fast, but he let it tie. I say, confession in and don't tell him fast. I say, confession in and don't tell him fast. A frail man can't, a frail on Kinto, a pagan, a beggar, a lapa, a fagel, Oh, this is my dad. This is my dad. I'm your dad. No. I don't have a son like this. I disown you. I don't have a son at Chitelum Faz. That's a respect about Fast Betu. As a respect in Jebon, as a respect in Charles Bizel, as a respect in Kurukuruanum Shad. Kanala 
Is that not a powerful way of closing a powerful sermon? Somebody shout hallelujah! I still had more, but I will share it the other time. Amen. We owe it all to the Lord. We owe it all. Our body, our finances, everything. Your children too. Amen. We owe it to the Lord. May the Lord at the end of it all look at you and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Kwa